Hello, this is Sarita, um, also known as Bible Study Girl, and I'm just a girl with something to offer the world. This is my first time attempting to podcast, so we'll see how this goes. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I call him Bible Study Brother, but you probably (laughs) know him as Icarus Gray. Hello, people. Hello. Welcome to the show today brother oh well I, I, this is hello um <laughs> <laughs> i am here on your show um also slash producing said show uh so yeah hello people you are definitely the executive producer um because this is <laughs> not it's not my wheelhouse man Understood. <laughs> so, this is not my wheelhouse so this is my first time at the rodeo we'll see how this goes we're <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we're giving it a shot. Um, first, I'll start off by giving you a little bit of background about myself because you may not know who Bible Study Girl Look is. Look at you being a natural. Or <laughs> falling right in. I was gonna lead you there, but no, you went right yeah, there. Yeah, I went right there. You may not know who Bible Study Girl is. Um, you may not read my blog, so you know nothing about me. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of background. Um, but before you do that, mm-hmm. tell them more about the blog in general um and just where they can go because since that is these this um these as i reduce a little bit are meant to be an attachment to her website so there are a lot of blog posts uh, and sometimes some of those topics we or she would like to go deeper into those topics you didn't misspeak you want to go deeper. (laughs) I want to stay on the surface. So the (laughs) blogs are really (laughs) just, I mean, the podcasts are really just an expansion of some of the blogs that I feel like would be too long. It would be a novel. It would be a book. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to speak about it than to sit and read my novels and expanded thoughts on things. So um, I'll follow your lead yes. and I will tell people to go to BibleStudyGirl.com to read my blogs. The very first blog I wrote was for such a time as this. And it gives you a great background on my story, my history, why I feel like mm-hmm. I need to be a voice for Christians today. Oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. It's grand. Um, I'm celebrating that my sister is stepping Fully into her calling. Amen, uh, amen, I'm amen. trying to step into oh my, my calling. Amen. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I don't feel necessarily called to lead a podcast, but I do think um, there are some Listen. conversations. She's lying. Because. Wait, wait. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this. I'm not lying. You're lying. Go ahead this with your This was point. a suggestion. I said, maybe we could try and do it later. The only person who kept the idea going, I would have let let it go. I just said it would be nice. You know, we need to do that. Did you still want to do that? I think that we should do that. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Hello, brother. And then you would go into how you wanted to do this because I wasn't pulling on you. I just gave a suggestion. Then, you know, the mastermind of our lives started pulling on your strings. Yes, God has been pulling on a lot of my strings lately. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get me to step out of my comfort zone, my mm-hmm. box, um, my introvertedness. Um, to P- pardon the car noise. I don't know if you guys heard that, yeah. but this is real life around here. <laughs> to I live on a busy street, so don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You made me lose my train of thought. Uh, it happens to me all the time. So welcome to the podcast world. Okay. But you were telling the people about yourself, what you were doing. Um, and what you wanted to do with the podcast and God pulling your strings. Really, God has been pulling my strings um, just to be more open and available. Because uh, there are so many people in the world that are hurting. Um, and I will tell you something else that really pushed me. People have a misconception about who I am. That's a fact. <laughs> and the struggles I have, my brother over here will tell you. It's only recently that he's learned some things about me. He always felt like I had it together. Yeah. And I don't. And um, so, yeah, that's what's pushing me to <laughs> talk, speak on it. Um, but the topic of speak on it, speak on it. The topic of today's podcast is forgiveness. Forgiveness. That's why I'm here. That is why he is here. And he is the not just the producer, but he is the featured guest on the yeah. premiere. Oh, I guess I should have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did a. Um, a four blog series uh, about forgiveness. And I mean, there's still more to come because forgiveness is a layered uh, spiritual journey, but we did four blogs on it. Uh, the first two was our first tandem or yeah. First tandem writing experience about the uh, murder of our uncle. And the second, um, you're getting them backwards. The first blog you wrote for me was about how you learned to read. And no, 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 no. First okay. tandem. Gotcha. The first tandem we did where we it were going off the same, same topic. topic. You're right. Okay. I remember my okay. first blog. <laughs> the first tandem one that we did together where we had the same topic that we were addressing from the Lord was our uncle's murder. The murder. Murder. The second was about... Uh, the biggest feud we've ever had in our life and how we came to um, forgive one another and get to a the best place we've ever been as siblings in ever. In life. In life. Very like, true. And, and there's a lot of people who might think differently, I guess, if you yeah, look from I'm the sure. outside in. But, like, now is it's the greatest time. Um, there's a greater level, I think, of respect and understanding and just spiritual growth. 100%. Because um, when we were younger, our relationship, yeah. I was the lead. Yeah. I directed mm -hmm. every, if we were playing together, hey, I'm the director. Yeah, and, and I like are, to do this. Yeah, and I, <laughs> we're doing this today. And also, yes, we are going to learn this entire movie, all the songs. This is your <laughs> choreography, five, six, seven, and eight. Um, And our relationship has evolved. In a lot of ways. And we'll be wanting to to do was just have a discussion on um, more about what it took to get to today. Yeah. Um, now, just as a prerequisite, I did ask her to go deeper on some things. We're not expunging what the <laughs> what the actual beef was about, um, but we will just be talking about the general feelings and how we got uh, to where we needed to be. Um. So you start wherever you want to start with it and, and what part you want to tackle. I think I want to start and I want to talk about the fact that we do come from a close-knit family. Mm -hmm. uh, me, you, and Mama are like a trio. 
<laughs> so much so that our counselor is like, I've never seen this before. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think he was saying it as a compliment. Like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, it no, was no, not no, a no. compliment. Not at all. It was like, <laughs> like the therapist is like, no, this is, this is, this is problematic. Different. Yeah, this how, is, how do you function? <laughs> like, like, what is this thing yeah. that you created? Like, uh, a very tight triangle that really honestly is, was more dysfunctional yeah. than it is now. Um, but because we're all working mm-hmm. on ourselves, we have more appropriate boundaries. I just had the hugest epiphany as to the the reasons and stuff for that. Um, like, and I can share this because I don't I don't care about talking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but our, our parents had a divorce, or anyway, our parents had a divorce. I'm not going to get into when details, but I realized that then was when we formed our super unhealthy trio in yeah. a way of coming together. And we never addressed any of the way we were feeling about it. I think our close knit connection and the feeling of abandonment and, and so on and so forth, because we've all felt that in some way, shape, form or fashion. I think so. Um, caused us to draw extremely close to one another. And I didn't even, Like, we did stuff together, but I do feel like prior to, it was still in that healthy way where... It was much healthier. Yeah. Pre-divorce. Yeah. Because we knew what we were getting into in terms of... We knew what we were expecting from uh, he who shall not be named currently. (laughs) Um, It's crazy. But... (laughs) Um, you know, people will hear this. So I'm trying to like you. On, you we, if you know me, you know. It. But whatever, we get it. And so yeah, so we. I I, I just had an epiphany on that, epiphany on that because that was, was something a perspective I've never thought about because me and you essentially came together at that point to help keep our mother strong. Yeah. Don't you start, Fitz? I heard you. <laughs> Sorry. There's also a, a small child. It's a cat, my cat. He is in the picture um, on Bible Study Girl. He's on the com. logo. Yeah, he's, he's the logo. He's part of my logo. He's part of my life. And now he's part of this podcast. So continue. What I was going to yeah. say to you is that I think we were just like a lot of people in life. We were operating out of our trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, not really living a healthy Come life. Come on now. <laughs> Preach. All right. No, but it's real. Like, that's how we deal with life from our place of trauma our point of trauma so that's what we were doing yeah. and so that's why we needed to go to a therapist and get some help and get free <laughs> so 12 years later um and live a healthy life <laughs> ignore that phone call <laughs> <laughs> um um so um let's this. dig into our disagreement a little bit yeah um so a part of that unhealthy trio created some unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. um, on everybody in the trio because we were very codependent on each other. And um, our relationship has changed for the better because I've mm-hmm. stopped trying to parent you. I spent yeah. the majority of my life trying to parent you and tell you what's right, what's wrong, this mm-hmm. is how you do this, and not just being a sibling um, I felt like it was my role um, to step in 
where I saw a gap because mama worked two and two three jobs, jobs always, yeah, always, no always, always, and somehow always. still came home, cooked, and did, did homework, did science projects at the school for class parties, parent teacher conferences, cupcakes everything. that we told her about the night before. Did all of those things, and so it was just me and you. It was, and I felt like I had to step in and be the parent and parent you, and not just let you be wild. Yeah. And so that created a not great relationship. But I think people looking at us from the outside um, probably just said, "Oh, that family's so close. Look at them. Yeah, they just yeah. love each other so in, much in a way that." In a way that we couldn't even argue without you acting like a parent. That's just like, 100%. it doesn't matter what you say. And I'm like, dude, you're wrong. <laughs> like, I'm giving you reasons why you're wrong. <laughs> like, but you're telling me to show you facts as to why you're wrong. And it's like, no, you're just wrong. And that happens sometimes. Like, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, we were just reacting, I think, from yeah. a place of trauma. So um, our disagreement was major. It was big. It was not little. And when I say um, it was major, I mean it was major. It was major. Like, I was ready to murder him. And I'm not saying it to be dramatic, but, like, mm. no. Like, we are fighting we today. A, we were in a full-blown, if we finna do this, we finna do this. Because... Like, it, there are a lot of things at that point in time about because, it, because you're in a point of trying to be a parent. I'm still at the point, and, and especially given everything that was going on with that, I'm at the point of trying to be a man mm -hmm. and like make my own decisions separate of our trio. And like whether you like them or not, it's mine. And like that was also something that I had done because majority of the time I'd just be like, oh. And I just go along whatever. Or if I'd had something that I needed to do, I just would tell y'all about it. And I go off and, you know, it still wouldn't be. And it was never like major decisions. Yeah. It was always decisions that, okay, this only affects me, da, 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 whatever. But like if it were a huge decision, I just wouldn't make it. I just stayed within whatever guidelines. And that was the thing. It's like I'm standing on the fact that I can't let every decision that y'all have for me be the decision which is a hundred percent true um but when we were having our disagreement i was not there no and i <laughs> i mean and i wasn't necessarily there either because again even in the decision i made i came to you i didn't i didn't have to no you didn't but you did come to me but i and did because that's what our relationship and that's when it got real so um, at the time, I had bought a house probably two years before that, but I was living mm -hmm. with Mama and Icarus. Thank you. I almost called you by your your government name. <laughs> 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 but we were all living in a house together, which did not help our dynamic. It mm -hmm. did not help any any of that. So we were all living in a house together. Yes, I had a home, but my home had. And technically, you were the house parent. I was the house parent. That's because something else that was not. Like, because, again, although my mama's work ethic was still the same. So same. I'm laying it down. Like, 
I'm living in her house, but like, okay, we're gonna have dinner tonight. I cook this. Like, you guys clean, and most times yeah, we didn't. So they did not. They did not. Um, and I, <laughs> they but, did not. You know, we were. Because I was trying to make it like a. a we home. were the two kids who could like <laughs> get food, eat in our room, trash can be full. Be in the room, like I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, take the trash out, like okay, um, fine. Yeah, okay. We'd at least take trash out. We weren't that that terrible. Joe, you would get mad when that. I had to remind you, hey, tomorrow's trash day, bro. Like, get it. on that. Like, yeah, you would get upset. Uh, not okay. always. Not always, but it would get on your Sometimes it was a little, you know. <laughs> it was much. So very unhealthy dynamic. So. I had a home. I had mold in my home mm-hmm. um, that needed to be taken care of, but that was going to take money. And I'm not the best. Uh, I'm not really a good steward of my money. I pay my tithes, but I just like to spend all the money. Uh, you can also check that out with the blog post, Restoration and Progress. Under Construction. Under Construction. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the old title. Yeah, you should have a list next to you, executive producer well, guy. <laughs> like, next time, if I hadn't left like, my phone at home, I would have all the mistakes. Also, side note, he hasn't read them all, so I could be speaking about uh, all of them. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't. But, but big ups to you for knowing about but, under construction. But so. <laughs> I know your life. You do know my life. Therefore, you could give me a title, and I promise, <laughs> because of our connection, I would know what's coming after. Did you read Valenil? I didn't rent power renewal, See? Okay. but I know where it's coming. Okay. <laughs> because we talked about it. Okay. Because that specific day was the day. Okay. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Back to what we were discussing. So unhealthy dynamic. Um, I'm done with my mama, my brother. I'm done with everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm moving into my moldy house. With these cold cement floors, no bed, like, I don't care. I'm by myself a blow-up mattress, and I would just be in my home. Mm-hmm. And you can have it. And so I did move into my home and a whole yep. series of unfortunate and events. And these people <laughs> would have been coming for her had she continued to do so. Yes. We, but, um, in my post, I wrote a lot about what forgiveness does to you, um, or what unforgiveness does to you, I should say. Um you cause yourself to be sick in a lot of physical ways. I was also detached from everything because you're again, the parent (laughs) in the dynamic. So if you're not okay, then no one can be okay. If I'm not okay, it's like, you'll be all right. You know, but when you're not okay, it messes up the general bridge of communication and translation. Because I do translate for you and mama. Yes. I am the translator. I say, this is what he's saying to you in the way yes. that she can understand it. Yes. That's one of my roles. And, um, but it was, it was a place to where it's like, I know that was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. Um, it was a time where I'm trying to put my life together um, and find myself um, in that separate way. I'm about to get married. I'm trying to leave and cleave. And I'm also trying to assess a lot of things and, and um, traits that I was not given in my life. 
that I didn't have a mentor to do these things for me in a way that was for me. I had my sister, but that was different because to me and from my perspective, you, it was sibling. It was sibling taking you out on your first date. Like you were half, like you were half a uh, sister, half big brother at the same time. <laughs> True. Like taking me out on my first date or, you know, um, introducing me to different songs and, and, and like being around different, ma- just teaching me in that way of, Teaching you how to be sneaky and how to get around mama. Like, listen, bro, you don't have to fight this fight. Let me tell you how to get (laughs) 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 around. So I get that. Yeah. So it it was such a different place to be in a spot where, man, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't feel that certain aspects of, of my decision were wrong. Um, and even if I give credence to the handling of it, I'm still, you know, going to stand on my, 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 what I was feeling, but like to be in a place where you have to really do that. Yeah. You had to stand on it. You like, were standing and I was standing. Like. And like, and being a place where it's like, no, this is non-negotiable. This isn't a, I'm going to come back and do the kneeling in front of you thing where I kneel. And I'm just like, well, it's the only way I'll be able to have a relationship with you. So, you know, it was different because I knew where I was guided and I knew what I heard. Um, And oftentimes spiritually, it is incredibly difficult for you to make decisions that God asks you to make. Because it can upset people. And in your mind, you're like, well, I did something that God wanted me to do. Why is there someone upset? Because the enemy wants to distract you. This is true. The enemy wants to confuse you. If God clearly gives you a sign on anything, like if you're you're sitting somewhere and he says, go get a sandwich and eat that sandwich alone. The next thing that's going to happen, somebody might call you and be like, hey, you want to go out for lunch? And if you're like, yeah, then you're not listening to what God told you to do. And you say, what do you mean you don't want to go get lunch? I wanted to like, I'm sorry, I can't. And you have to stand. And and that's a lighter representation. But the metaphor of what I'm saying, it should be is, you know, and that was where I was. It was like you have to. Take everything that this person has taught you and use them with your own understanding. Like, you can't keep going, hey, Serena, um, I need to know, do you put your shoes on left to right <laughs> or right to left? You have to do it yourself. Oh, okay. I just, I just wanted to know. Yeah. You know, like, th- that's the 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 position you kind of can get in um because being siblings is hard it is in a lot of different ways um for a lot of different people um we come from people would assume we come from money and we don't technically we don't um no we don't. We, we just don't. There's no technically okay. about it. Right. Would you like to look at my bank account, sir? No, well, no, that's not <laughs> what I mean. I mean, like, because of the the Jamaican two three side jobs our mother's <laughs> had, our mother had. Um, we just 
we weren't we didn't struggle as people would call quote unquote struggle. struggle. But there was struggle because she wasn't there. there. <laughs> yeah. Um that's a different kind of struggle. But people don't see that because financial issues or lack thereof are what people mostly define if you should be okay or not. Yeah. Like every football player ever, why you make a million dollars? Why are you sad? Why are you mad? Go yeah. be happy. If I had your money and all of that yeah. stuff that people do. Um although I do want the Lord to test me and try me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's see how I listen. <laughs> listen, when your blessings begin to multiply, as as they are, because you're stepping out, you're you're being obedient. Um, anyway, because I'm I'm getting way off. Okay, but the point is more so that forgiveness is a hard thing, especially when you're in a sibling setting. It is sibling settings can be dicta- dictated by responsibilities. Um, an older sibling might have more responsibilities than a younger sibling in certain, in, in most cases, but that doesn't take away from, or shouldn't take away from the bond that you should have. Cause you're technically peers by all intensive counts. You're older than me. You might have more experience than me, but you're my brother. You yeah. are not, or, or and you're my sister or whatever the case may be. You are not like my president. You're not the end all be all we are components and in pieces of one body together um my role is just as important as yours which is um what the sermon was on in church today um and you it's hard to do that because when you're older sibling and you've been given the responsibility to feed your your younger siblings uh or when you're younger when you're a younger sibling and you have to do that and you're doing it with someone who's older than you you're trying to um, not assert dominance, but lead from the standpoint that you're attempting to lead from. Um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And you end up in positions where you're trying to find a balance. You're trying to, to manage that. And you're also still trying to raise people up. Um, you were trying to get me to a point to where I was making my own decisions, where I was choosing the things that I wanted to do, however I wanted to do them, however I needed to figure out how to do them. And, you know, we also have to think that when that realization comes or when that day comes, it might not look the way we pictured it because that's not who's doing it. Yeah. Um, and it was hard because like that, that forgiveness um, um, unforgiveness was really tearing me apart spiritually. Do you think you got closer to God? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Like there was no one else. Like he literally when me and Kanae broke up, my wife, um initially in high school. It was the first time I ever saw God for real. Like I knew who God was. I prayed. I I done. He had led my body to do all kinds of things that he wanted me to do. Uh, we used to um, pray before opening our presents on Christmas. That was not something my mother or father instituted. It was something I wanted to do. I don't know. God just led me to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always had the connection with God. 
but it wasn't until I was separated and had to sit and listen and understand that, yes, I told you to do something. Yes, it's going to hurt. I have something better for you. He had a better relationship for us. He had a stronger marriage for me at that time um, to get me there, I should say, because I had to kind of start looking at these are the responsibilities that I have for you now. And it can't always be, Sarita, help me. Mm-hmm. It has to be, I've given you the tools, use them. I've, I've put you in a position to succeed, go succeed. Um, and you can't sit and hold on and waste time like you did for eight years being depressed and sad and, and sitting on your hands and not allowing healing. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to stay steadfast and true um, because if I had lost sight of any of that, I wouldn't have even been able to be what I was for you later on during your own situations. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done it if I did not have reference. Like, I don't know what I would have done if, if, if we had never fallen out, had that, I have no idea what I would have done on the other side. See, that goes back to what what the good book says. What the mm-hmm. devil meant for evil. Well, now that's people. But what the devil meant for evil, God meant for good. Yeah. Um, and it all works out yeah. in the end mm-hmm. for his good. Because um, let me tell y'all. <laughs> forgiveness is, that's a hard one for me. Because yeah. I am, I'm really... I would say I have a heart for people and I let, I let people go. I will let you, when I say I let people go, well, I will let you hurt me again and again and again and again and again until I'm done. And my cutoff spirit is strong. strong. (laughs) Super strong. I have the strongest cutoff spirit in the world. And when we had our disagreement, I was done. And and initially, because of unforgiveness and everything, I was going to let it happen. Because, not because I was mad, but because, like I said, she has a strong cutoff spirit. And I, I remember saying in a counseling session, I was like, I feel like I'm expendable. Like, I feel like there are the points where she would never talk to me again and wouldn't come back. Wouldn't care. It wouldn't change her day. Like she'd be singling, whistling Dixie and like <laughs> every sermon that made mention of situation would just be a amen pastor. <laughs> and she'd get her, her life. And like I was right. And you go, had, on. G- g- yeah. go on. Yeah. True. Um, so God really had to deal with me and my strong cutoff spirit. Cause he didn't cut me off. Now I do think there are times where it's appropriate to have clear boundaries with people that are abusive and hurting you. Um, I think part of my cutoff spirit too is pride. Like yeah. and I we have strong, strong pride. pride and pride goes before destruction. So um, that's a word. It took, it took him humbling me and me getting like, he had to bring me on down. And um, like, I was so mad 
that I was not going to his wedding. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going. I did not tell him that. Um, she since has. She didn't tell me before. I didn't tell him she's before. Told me multiple like, times. And every time, I'm like, stab, heart, ooh. Knife. Um, yeah, back. This was the first time, like, in, in to speak on forgiveness, in the moment, this was the first time you said it and where I went like, oh, <gasps> like, I'm, I'm good. Because I get, I'm, Okay, I'm I mean, past that's that how mad I was. Like I was. Oh no, I. I oh yeah, I knew. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I was like, you know what, y'all can party without me, cause I'm over here and I'm not even doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my therapist was like, you need to go. You need to go. Um. Because honestly, what would have happened at that point is that 100% would have been the point where I started cutting off. And like, I don't have lines majority of the time with you. That's true. You don't. Like, that's why I'm also like, this is rude. <laughs> like, you got a line. You've done way, well, not way worse, but you've done things where it's just like, Damn, you're not no. my parent. <laughs> like, but at that point in time, your thought process was you were, and therefore you're right. And I'm like, bro, this is like mad damaging. <laughs> this is emotionally tearing and it's not even building me up. Hey, I hadn't told you this before, but oh my gosh, what was, I think, anyway, I've been taking a class on Wednesday nights. Again, I'm learning, I'm trying to, I'm working on myself. I'm trying to be a healthier person. Um, so I'm taking a class. It's called mm. Boundaries. Um, and it's a book that was written by, it's right here on the table. It was written by Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. They're both doctors, I think. No. Yeah, they're both doctors. Anyway, so check this out. In class, I learned that I am an aggressive controller. Like, Nobody wants to hear those words. Oh, about I, I, had to, I had to look away from her for a second. You maybe I don't know. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I don't like that about myself. And I, another lady in class was like, I think she recognized herself in the title aggressive controller as well. Like the description, she was like, I don't like the way that sounds. I'm just blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't like the way it sounds lady, but it's me. And now that I know what I'm doing, I have the power to fix it. So back to your point. I don't remember. Uh, really. I don't that, was either, but I just, that was a good point. That was a good point. We can move on. <laughs> yeah, whatever I was trying on. to say, that was good. But I'm an aggressive controller, and I think a lot of times we get oh, sorry we get caught up in our <laughs> in our labels because we don't want to be called that. I don't want you to call me that, but I think it's important for us to be able. Oh, I almost started in the bully's grandson. <laughs> don't, don't, don't bully's grandson. <laughs> stay. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not. It's not doing. the one for that. Yeah, We're it's fine. not. We're yeah, fine. I was almost no, there. No, no. Bring it back in. <laughs> I don't mean uh, no harm. Anyway. Um. So I, in just hearing you talk about the situation, like I have to work on all those things about me that are not, that are not good. And that doesn't yeah. feel good. It doesn't feel good to really look at yourself and mm-hmm. try to figure out how can I change this? How can I be better? How can I do things differently? And I think people that don't really know me would not know that I'm an aggressive controller. 
Because at work. No, because you say I'm, it nicely and then you just get them to do what you want them to do. You're saying it aggressively. This is why <laughs> I'm telling people, because obviously we to, to wrap up on the general forgiveness conversation, because the rest of it is just going to be a general conversation. It's not. Not I'm, a general conversation. I know there's more conversation coming, but I'm saying I'm about to say something that is not on the forgiveness topic. Okay. Um. Anyway. I often joke with you about the fact that when you go to glory, Lord forbid, I'm I'm after you. No, what do you mean, Lord Lord forbid? Lord, I want to go to glory. No, I mean, Lord forbid, he takes you early. Yeah, he does not need to take me before Joe. Yeah, yeah. Because. Poor can I. At her funeral, I'm going to give a sermon on (laughs) work, Serena, and real Serena. Two different people. Two completely, <laughs> Two completely different people. And I, I'm very professional. A lot of people going to be like, I didn't know I didn't her know at all. About, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very professional. I keep work at work and home is at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> home is Man, home. It's, it's strong. <laughs> home is hope. I know we keep, like, there's so many strong attributes. <laughs> I only keep using these words because I'm like, no, it's strong. Like, y'all would be like, huh? Who is, who is you? Who is this? This is me. Yeah. So anyway, back to forgiveness. We, it was a struggle for me. Mm. Um, It was a struggle for me. I don't, I cannot underscore that enough. Like, you know, we had an uncle that was like, y'all don't need therapy. Oh, bro. Let me tell you something. I need Jesus and therapy and whatever else they got. I need all of that. But I think, just what you just said about work, Sarita, and private life, Sarita. I, even with our family, I'm probably not as much of me. Yeah. They don't really understand, like, me. Because I present as nice. Yeah. We we present very much so. Yeah, I think I, pre- I present as nice. And there are a lot of things about me that are very nice. I'm a nice person. But if you're yeah. in my inner circle... You have a better idea of who you I am. You got a front row seat to <laughs> crazy town. Crazy. You know what? My therapist said to stop saying I'm crazy <laughs> and say that I'm just working through some things because I'm not crazy. Well, Joe. We're working I mean, through a lot. Oh, crazy. I know I'm crazy. I'm working through a lot of things. <laughs> you're not crazy. You're just working through. <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> so I many things. I'm working through all I think things. we we all are. And that's one thing um I want really just to highlight with my blog and my podcast that you can look at me. You can look at Icarus. You can look at our family on Mm -hmm. Facebook and think, Oh my gosh, it's so together. It's so nice. And it's not. And I think that's what's missing from the body of Christ, the realness, the transparency to say, Hey, it's a struggle for all of us. Yeah. It doesn't skip any family and forgiveness is a major piece for me personally. And I think for people all Mm -hmm. around the world, cause it's something I, I want to talk about, I like to talk about because it helps me. It helps me to figure out how to live in forgiveness and not hold on to so many things. So, and if it hasn't been apparent, we're black, black as hell. (laughs) And so forgiveness for us, given America's landscape is huge. I turned a little bit in the, Bullets grand song. You but, did. But what I'm saying in general is there's a lot. I'm trying to pull him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there will be a video component to this eventually. Oh, Lord. Um, but what all I'm saying is that it is a difficult landscape to forgive. It is. Forgiveness 
when in the midst of marginalization, so on and so forth, it's very hard. Bring it back but to you our, have to do it. I'm here. Bring it back here. to our I'm here. situation. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I haven't left. <laughs> Just give me a little Look shout into my out. eyes. Okay. All right. I'm no, here. No, we're talking about us. Oh, you have contacts. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a struggle. Um, so where we are now, if you had said to me two years ago, how long you been? Two Mm-hmm. Two years ago, you had said to me he would be sitting at my table and we would be podcasting. I wouldn't have told you. You are a liar. And the devil is a lie yeah. straight from the pits would, of hell. The only thing I would have told you is that we would have we would be able to be in the same room and it not be crazy. That that would have been what I would have been given. And do you remember the therapist asked us, like, what do you want your relationship to look like? What is the goal? I do remember that. And what was yours? Do you remember what you said? I feel like I said I want us to be able to spend time together um, and do, like, game nights and blah, 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 or something like that, I think is what I said. And I think I just said, sounds good to me. Like, yeah, I, that's where was I nothing, was. Like, <laughs> like, I had a whole, like, you know, thing, you know, because the thing about where we are now that I hope is a testimony to other people Um. I do feel like a peer and somebody that can say things that you hear. Mm -hmm. Um, Because until we talked about it, I didn't even know you heard any of the advice I gave you about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, You are stubborn as hell. I am. You are even stubborn against God at times. All the time, not. Oh well, I mean. I mean, not all the time, but it's it's a struggle for me. It is a Um, struggle for me to be obedient. Like I wouldn't have known none of that, you know. And now we're at a place where I'm like. Hey, this is what he's telling you. I spiritually know it. I've discerned it as well. This is the confirmation you were looking for in this or that. I mean, let's, okay, let's back it up. He does not say it to me in that way. He will say something to me that I already know I need yeah. to do. Yeah. And he's not saying it like, and the Lord shone no, down from heaven. No, 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 he, he'll no. say, hey, I think it's because um, I'm actually writing a book right now. Mm-hmm. And he said, so what's your book about? And I was like, oh, it's about this. And he was like, really? I thought it would be about this. And I already knew mm-hmm. that's what my book needed to be about. But I was fighting God. Like, that's a great idea. But I like this one better. Um, but like, he didn't nope. come. He didn't come back to me and say, well, that's a horrible idea. I had to marinate on it. And he. Oh, no, I never do that because you have your ideas and I'll say, okay. Like, here's the thing I've learned from my sister that my sister will also do to me. Well, that she'll do to me now. We can have all the ideas in the world. If we think it to be terrible, what I will tell you is, okay. You got it. All right. (laughs) And even if I know, like, I just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm sure she'll be great at, at writing this book that she's trying to write, but like she's already writing her book. I don't get why she just okay. <laughs> but I don't say that because sometimes with us, if we feel like we're being led to an answer. Not gonna happen, bro. It's not happening at all. No, you like, cannot even lead this horse to water. No, you cannot. Like my sister can manipulate me to getting competitive every single time, <laughs> and I'll get competitive. Every but time. like 
the energy isn't going to stay. It's not like I don't know what's going on. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to show you. And we're going to win. Or we're going to play whatever game. Or I'm going to take this trash out. But when I get back, <laughs> you know, I'm dispelling this energy. Because at the end of the day, you might have been right about what you were saying. You're wrong how you said it. And I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I think we far surpassed the goal. We did. I was also about to tell you that you've been podcasting. I'm looking at the time and I'm getting ready to, we're going to cut it. I'm trying to get to a good wrapping up place. So So thank you for your patience and your indulgence as we figure out the mechanics of podcasting. Well, as I figure Mm -hmm. out the mechanics of podcasting, because my executive producer over here is, executive producing also <laughs> uh they will be a bit shorter this is the a first lot one shorter. i know this she wants some fr- short like but I, I i knew she had to kind of come out of her shell so i wasn't gonna contain mm-hmm. her and be like you got for train seconds no i've been looking at the clock do I you know. know me no i know you've okay. been looking at the clock <laughs> like but, do you know me i'm like okay how can i but you are also comfortable enough to keep going yeah and that's the start of it you just you get on here you share with people who you are and I'm sure you guys are going to receive her well. So make sure that you go to BibleStudyGirl.com. She uploads blogs daily. You also get a couple uh, posts here and there from Bible Study Brother, myself. Also known as Icarus Gray. <laughs> you want to shout out your... Uh, you can also find me on the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. I've already had a podcast for almost three years. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, we did two years straight, took a hiatus because life, and now we're back. Um, and you can catch us every week on Tuesdays currently. Um, but yeah, check us out. No Rhyme Reason podcast on all your platforms. Her podcast will also eventually, once I get all this stuff set up and on all platforms. Um, but yes, uh, be sure to comment. Uh, comment under the blog post. Sarita answers each and every one of your comments. I it do. is a great way for her to engage with you all and your testimony. You leave your testimonies. Uh, we're here to do this together. We preach, not I preach, not you preach. We, we preach, preach um, all the Christians around the world. We preach to each other. We help each other out. So thank you so much for being here and listening to my first ever podcast, Time on the Mic. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know how often it'll happen, but till we meet again, keep preaching.